VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the host, guest, and its callers. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, good morning, everyone. Oh, gosh, what a glorious day today is. Well, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile, and I am absolutely thrilled, actually chicken skin all over, because today uh, I have uh, with me very special guest, Staples Chairman Tom Stenberg, pioneered the office superstore industry when he co-founded the company, Staples, and opened the first Staples store in 1986. And this is a note that I knew nothing about for some reason that Staples was the pioneer store, and we are going to hear about the story of how Staples was formed, founded, and how today Mr. Stenberg has propelled Staples' business growth through a, a store expansion program uh, to take that industry to a $11.6 billion company. And the objective of this company is to meet the, the needs of small business customers by providing fast, efficient, convenient, low-cost products and services while creating growth vehicles for the future. This is an amazing story. Uh, it starts with an idea of uh, an individual and how that idea manifested into an incredible industry uh, with a staff of employees that are, are extremely customer-focused. So we are here uh, to talk with uh, Tom to hear the story and, um, you know, definitely know about what we can do, each and every one of us, when we've got an idea like crust-busting or staples and how to get that idea out. Uh, this interview uh, I conducted with Tom on KKNW uh, at 11.50 a.m. out of Seattle a radio show that I do from there. We're bringing it to you today on Voice America in its entirety. And what we will do at the end, I have a special guest of mine on the show, Tacey Trump, executive producer of Voice America. Uh, she and I will have a conversation about the interview and uh, how we can take what we hear from this interview and implement it in our lives. So we're going to take a short break right now uh, and come back with this amazing interview uh, uh, with Tom Stenberg, chair and founder of Staples. This is uh, uh, very exciting, so stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Are you searching for a sense of purpose in this crazy world? If so, then tune in to Meet the Challenge with James Long and Melissa Phelan every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. On the show, James and Melissa will discuss life planning and meeting the challenges we experience in each stage of our lives. They will also provide you real solutions from professional advisors and resources to address the issues that keep you up at night. Life is a series of transitions from one stage to another. Make those transitions smooth ones by tuning in to Meet the Challenge. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on Voice America Ever wonder why some ideas make it from concept to reality, while other promising ideas just fizzle? Join us every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Invent the Future. You'll hear from investors who have created breakthroughs in their business and community. You'll learn about the newest ideas that are shaping success in the 21st century. And you'll hear from leaders who are creating the future with their novel approaches to management. Join Janice Maffei and Joanne Spigner from Vision First for Invent the Future, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on voiceamerica.com. Join Susan Mavity, host of A Journey to Wellness, on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for the program that helps you discover the healing light within you and offers you tools to regain control over your own illness. Each week, Susan Mavity interviews teachers, healers, and authors who assist you in your own healing journey on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So tune in and call in to A Journey to Wellness with Susan Mavity on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. The Raw Truth About Health with Barry Mello and Linda Vaughn is a show that exposes the deception of man's fallen wisdom regarding diet and lifestyles. Heard every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Heard every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Barry and Linda will teach you why raw foods and fresh fruits and vegetables with living enzymes are the key to why the Hallelujah Diet causes the body to heal itself from every kind of disease. So tune in and get healthy every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with the raw truth about health with Barry Mello and Linda Vaughn right here on voiceamerica.com. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crustbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crustbusting. With us today, we have Tom Stenberg, who is the chair and founders of Staples. And I am just thrilled about this story because I know, you you know, the listening audience has said, I have ideas, I have business, I have this I want to do, I don't know how to take my first step. And the story we want to talk about today, in addition to all the many things about Staples that I did not know, is how you can be down and out looking for a job at the end of the world in Langhorn, Langhorn Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and now be... Uh, the chair of an amazing, amazing $11.6 billion company. Huge. I want to know about this. Huge. And and those of you have said to me, have talked to me about Staples, Staples because I, I think some of you think that I actually live there, and some days I do, and that happens, <laughs> and I do, because you know what it takes to kind of put the crust-busting workshops together, and That's definitely right. the Post-it notes. Uh, absolutely. What absolutely. you don't know is that Staples... Each staple store 
we call them superstores, carries over 7,000 brand name products for businesses and home offices, and they will guarantee low prices. Guarantee them. That's right. Absolutely, they will. So, I can, do we, is Tom with us? He's so busy right now, but we've tracked him down. All right. I believe we have him on his cell phone. Tom, are you there? I sure am. Hi, Woo! Tom. Way. Amazing. <laughs> Look at that. I love it. We love innovation, don't we? That's right. Welcome to the and show. By the way, we announced results. There's actually 13.2 billion now. I was actually going to talk about that because I've got the report. <laughs> because you uh, actually are, I can't remember the percentage that you're up, but it is 13 billion. Wow. And, you know, it's so true what you said that uh, out of adversity comes opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll never forget being unemployed and mm-hmm. working on finding a new opportunity and. Uh, that opportunity turned out to be staple. So uh, you never know what good things can come from bad things. And I want to talk with you about that because so much of what we talk about on this show is moving beyond our negative beliefs. And I happen to call that crust, but moving beyond that to really seek out and reach our dream. And when I've, I've read I've read as much as I could read about your story, it's so inspiring for uh, me. And I've shared that in preparation for you coming on the show. I've, I've shared some of it. But I have to ask you, what was that like to be down and out, as, as one would think about it, looking for a job? And you were actually on an interview. Uh, for- well, it's scary. It's absolutely scary. Uh, and... The one thing you have to do is never lose hope. I mean, you can't at any time lose faith in yourself or lose hope. Mm. If you maintain your confidence, uh, good things can happen. If you let it get to you and you begin to get into a negative spiral, that's a very dangerous thing. Yeah, it is a very dangerous thing. And uh, I know that I've been there. Is there something that you do uh, to prevent that from happening? I mean, is there some, do you have a support system? Uh, you know, what would we say to our listeners around that? Very much so. I mean, one of the things that I was very grateful for uh, in those times is that I had a number of friends, uh, primarily developed through my business career or professors who taught me and so forth, who were wonderful uh, guides and sources of confidence during uh, the times of challenge. And I will tell you that that is an invaluable thing to have. And I've made it sort of a, a, a life lesson of mine because I was in that same situation myself. Mm. Is that whenever I run into a friend who is in similar circumstances, I will always go out of my way to help them, just as people help me in my tough times. And I think there's a lot of people who feel the same way. I know that. Yeah, I, I feel that way as well. Um, you know, and, and I, I've said on this show that probably one of the best things that has ever happened to me uh, was getting fired from my last job, so to speak. Um, you know, it's it's a situation that allowed me to step out and live my dream, as you uh, there's something that I read that is, is so compelling, though, for me. Um, you know, I've read your, your history, your story of working in the supermarket industry and doing everything from cleaning fish to, you know, shelving produce. And, and actually, that's a philosophy that you use at Staples when you bring people in, isn't it, to give them Very a much sense. so. We just hired a new president and chief operating officer, uh, Mike Miles, and he interestingly has spent the first four months of his Staples career, picking in a warehouse, delivering to customers, reading cash registers and stocking shelves, 
because he very much wanted to understand the business from the ground floor up. And I think he's much more valuable in his role having garnered that understanding. Mm-hmm. I could totally agree with that. I mean, having started in the mailroom and, and kind of worked my way up the executive chain of a, of a large communications company, there was value in that, that it's very hard to articulate what the value is, isn't it, Tom? I mean, when we're talking about that hands-on stuff, that does, doesn't that translate to the customer then and an understanding of the customer? Very much so, because first of all, you understand the customer because you're dealing with that customer hands-on. You know, talk about customers dispassionately from, you know, high up in the corporate office is one thing. To deal with a customer from the perspective of having talked to them on the telephone in the call center or having actually waited on them on a busy Christmas Eve, you get a whole different appreciation of what the customer's needs are. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt... Uh, in your dream, because, you know, the sense that I get is you had an idea and that idea kept growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and I still get the sense that we're not done with the idea. You're 100 percent right. I mean, we just, uh, for example, uh, I just got back from Germany where we had our grand opening in Munich. Uh, and, you know, t- today in Europe, we have a couple of hundred stores in a market roughly the same size as a North American market where we have 1,300 stores and more to come. Hmm. So uh, we just uh, worked with an experiment that we call Staples Business Expo, which takes the Staples concept beyond the sort of routine supplies and things that we normally sell and extended it to uh, higher tech products like computer networks, Hmm. high-speed network printer copiers and so forth. And again, if that's successful, it will again tremendously broaden our appeal. That's absolutely phenomenal. I go back to, I think your your first store was in 1986, is that right? May 1st, 1986. Yes, and I think it was in Massachusetts. Am I, am I correct? Right, Massachusetts. Okay, and I go back to that, and I was doing some reading because here you are with this unbelievable brand new type of industry. This is like, you know, we sit here today, and I thought about this before coming on the show, and I actually said, you know, I think I take, I think I take my trips to Staples for granted. I really do because I actually expect you to be there. <laughs> and back in 1986, that wasn't always the case. This was a brand new phenomenon, and I. I was so struck by reading that not only did you create the concept, but you created this entire inventory database so that this idea could actually be taken out into the real world. How did you come up with this? Did you hear of... We're going to stock in the store and so forth? Yeah. Well, you know, interestingly, you talked about the customer. I started with the customer. So as opposed to looking at a stationary store and saying, gosh, what does a stationary store sell? We went out to customers' offices, I in particular did, and inventoried everything they bought. Mm-hmm. So while the old stationery stores didn't sell coffee or toilet paper, I noticed that our customers used coffee and toilet paper in their offices, and so we put coffee and toilet paper in staples and a whole lot of other things that traditional sellers did not carry. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You believe so much in your business. This is something I actually didn't know that you came right out of the gate with the guarantee of lowest price, didn't you? Well, it wasn't very hard to do because the prices were so high in those days. Good point. (laughs) That was a good point. But you still have that policy. We do because we think it, of course, today our whole mantra is to make it easy. 
Mm-hmm. But if we ever get our prices out of line, that wouldn't be easy anymore. So we guarantee you the low price as well. Wow. You know, I have to I want to ask you a question because we have had several callers in preparation for this. Several of them have had they have fabulous ideas. One of them has an idea that he shared on the radio about creating a business where music and children would come together and their parents to experience this 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 this, you know, the the thrill and the in the in the education you get from music. And his question is, you know, I've had a false start. I've been guided to do this. What would you say to people that have ideas that are ready to go who are looking for funding or don't maybe don't know the next step what what would they what should they do well a couple of good resources to look at most markets seattle included there's terrific entrepreneurial centers who can help you okay all business administration and its website which we participate with uh is a tremendous resource for ideas as well as for funding uh, then I would also add to that uh, to make sure that your idea is really something the customer is waiting for. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's a market looking for a business, not an idea looking for a market. It's an idea. Great businesses world were markets looking to, you know, for a solution. And too many ideas. Uh, are you know nifty ideas where you're looking for somebody that to sell it to, and most of those ideas unfortunately don't work. And you know it's got to be an idea whose time has come. I think that's what you're saying. And, and, and whether people really have a need for it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that I don't think everyone knows about Staples. For example, you are very active in community and community relations. Um, there are ways that you you have the Staples Foundation for Learning, which is uh, you know I've I've just briefly looked at this and and your, you know your motto is uh, guided by the mission the foundation seeks to support support causes that teach train and inspire people from all walks of life and diverse backgrounds that is that is so wonderful you've really taken the business and really have taken it out to the community. How, how, you know, what inspired you to do that? I mean, has this come, has this always been part of the Staples uh, mission? In fairness, uh, while I was always personally generous, at Staples, historically, we were never sufficiently profitable to do this right. And my successor as CEO, Ron Sargent, noting the fact that Staples now had become an an incredibly uh, profitable business, uh, put this... Uh, on his agenda, and has been adding each year to the Staples Foundation learning for funding and doubling it uh, from year to year. And so, uh, and I think the reason is the tremendous feedback we have received uh, from the communities which participate, particularly from the store managers who work in those communities, uh, and report back on the kind of great feelings and the great rewards they get for being parts of these communities in those ways. Mm. What was your what was your greatest challenge? I, you know, you've been doing this a while, and from what I understand, you are uh, on the road, you're opening stores, you've just been in Seattle giving a presentation on innovation. You, you're a very, very busy person. And uh, the question that, that calls to me is, what have been your greatest challenges? Uh, personally or in the staple sense? I love both questions. <laughs> well, in, in the staple sense, uh, probably the toughest thing was 
that we had 30 different companies copy us from the time we came up with the idea within the first two years of that. So in other words, we had 30 clones copy staples. Mm. You could not put a noun after office. There wasn't a company by that name. Office Club, Office Depot, Office America, Office Stop, Office Station. It was one of each of those. Mm. And to survive that competitive battle certainly was one huge uh, challenge for Staples. You know, to come out number one at the end of that, as the biggest in the world, is incredibly gratifying. Uh, personally, it's uh, trying to figure out how to manage my time because uh, I get pulled so many different directions. Uh, it's all frantic sometimes. And, and, you know, I want to thank you so much for being on this show because I know that you are traveling and you make personal appearances to opening the openings of stores. I mean, it's not like you're sitting in, in a headquarters. Uh, you're out there. And... Well, I try to get out in the field and be with the customers and with their associates. Uh, you know, I think uh, I'm not the CEO anymore. So don't have to go to as many meetings. It's a lot more fun being out there with the customers. It is fun. I, you know, it, it is it is so thrilling to really be in connection with people, and I, that's what I feel on this radio show. And the listener, the, the the listeners we have are absolutely phenomenal. Each and every person that we touch here uh, is at a place in their lives where they want more from it. They they want more. They they think they dream big, and you know a lot of what happens is they you know we bring them people and information that will give them the tools they need. Uh, I want to ask you about your employees, because my experience, at least in the Seattle area, my experience is uh, I go into the store and I have so many employees there that are willing to help me, talk to me, show me things, spend time with me. Is this something that you you uh, created in your philosophy right out of the gate? Uh, You know, it's something we've gotten a lot better at over time. And Ron Sargent, our current CEO, deserves particular credit for this because he has worked extremely hard to re-energize our people to uh, get them to buy into the fact how important it is to treat you, the customer, exactly the way you're treated. Mm. He's created programs that literally reward those associates who do it and not those who don't. So if you're an associate in the store... Uh, you can't make a bonus payment to your store, a personal monthly bonus, unless your store passes its mystery shoppers for good service and all the other customer service ratings like InStock. So mm. if you don't have great customer service, it makes no difference how much money your store makes. You get shut out. Wow. You That's know, a very clear message how important it is to take care of the customer. That's crystal to me. Hold on. We have a caller, uh, Tom. We'd like to take our callers right now. They've been really waiting for this show. They so love what you're doing. Uh, who do we have on the line? Go ahead. Cam, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, hi, Cam. Do you have a question for Tom? Well, I have a, I have a, I have more of a comment, really, but I, I wanted to say, Tom, you know, we, um, Lucia and I do our shopping at uh, Staples when it comes to any kind of office supplies and stuff like that, and I have to tell you that um, Could you speak up? We do the shopping over 140th Avenue in Seattle, and I tell you something: the service uh, is is run so consciously uh, by that particular store. That's my only experience with this store is that, is that particular one. Uh, in fact, last night, you know, uh, we met a fellow by the name of John who was just outstanding in the service. 
was very conscientious of everything. And I just wanted to make a comment that that's the feeling that I get when I walk into this into that particular store mm-hmm. is uh, is that the store is run from a conscious perspective mm-hmm. that they're there to be of service and and uh, it, it really it really shows through. And I, I just want to thank you for because uh, there's not many companies out there uh, more and more turning towards that way. But I think that. Uh, uh, staples is certainly a staple, if I may use that word, in, in creating a conscious business. Yeah. Uh, Tom, uh, could you hear that? I heard most of it, and I think he was probably in our store. Yes. And I will tell you that it doesn't happen by accident, and we're delighted to hear it, and I wish we could do it consistently uh, with 60,000 associates in every single one of our uh, 1,600 stores and call centers around the world, and uh, they know we're not perfect. We, we try to pay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Cam. Um, the number here is 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527. I know there are folks out there that have questions for Tom. Tom, I have a question for you. I am, you know, I have been looking at something that uh, you all are doing in terms of innovation, You have what I believe is 12 innovators from across the United States selected as finalists in the Staples Invention Quest. We do. Uh, Next Wednesday, all 12 of those uh, folks are going to gather in New York and present their office innovation. And we're going to, each one of them, of course, is a winner having won $5,000 for getting there. Mm Mm-hmm. One of them is going to be the grand prize winner for having created the, what we believe is the best new office product, uh, the Post-it Note of 2004, if you will. Yes. Oh, I'm very familiar with Post-it Notes. <laughs> and we're going to take that product and market it, plus give the individual royalties as well as $25,000 as a prize for having that very best idea. And we've got 12 terrific candidates. They are outstanding, uh, and I would direct everyone that uh, is interested in knowing about this to uh, the uh, Staples website because you can actually, there's an article on this. It lists the Innovation uh, Quest finalists from all over the country, California, Missouri, New Hampshire, uh, Minnesota, North Carolina, uh, South Dakota, Maplewood, New Jersey, used to live close there, close to that. Uh, and Virginia, and these ideas are amazing. Who came up with the idea to do this, Tom? Our, our marketing folks did, and I think it was a terrific, terrific idea. But, uh, I think, you know, if, if it keeps going this way, we may institutionalize it and bring it back. I was going to ask you if you were going to bring it back, because, boy, we'd like to get some of the Seattle folks in there. Are we sure would as well. Uh, in in your journey these days and, you know, your vision for Staples, um, I've noticed so many recent press releases, absolutely in the past week, announcements uh, to the first ever cash dividend and stock repurchase program. Also, I'm reading about your environmental paper procurement policy. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm also struck by your sensitivity to the environment as well. How did well, that? You know, well, interestingly, again, that's another great example of turning adversity into opportunity. Our, as the largest and most visible reseller of office products, 
we were targeted by environmentalists, not for what we were doing, but for the practices of some of the paper manufacturers who we were buying from. And they sought to influence us and thereby influence the manufacturers. And while the initial gut reaction was sort of to fight them, instead we listened to them and realized that while not everything they were saying was true, an awful lot of their concerns were extremely valid. Uh, We shouldn't be farming endangered uh, forests. We should be sensitive to good forestry practices. We should make sure we have sustainable forestry practices. And so we made it our business to ensure that our vendors did this, and in particular, that they began to push more and more towards using post-consumer waste in recycled form to minimize the cutting of trees over time. Mm. And uh, we found, actually, that the result of this, not only the environmentalists turn 180 degrees and applaud us, uh, more importantly, uh, we actually are able to offer our customers a better selection of paper, save money, and save some trees. So it was kind of a win, 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 win. It's an amazing. It's it's amazing. Tom, we're going to take a short break. I'd like to bring you back and, and talk to you a little bit about the... I've got to run. I just okay. got back in the country, and i got about nine calls picked up. So well, let... possibly excuse me. I will. I, I understand. Thank you so much we for joining us. We so appreciate it. It was great to be with you, and thank you for what your show does for all the budding entrepreneurs in the Pacific Northwest. Thank you, thank you. so much, Tom. And, boy, have a great journey. Thank you so much again. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I went on a low-carb diet and lost 10 pounds, then gained it all back. I tried different diets, and in the long run, they caused me to gain weight. It's time to scrap the current healthy food and drink guidelines and get back to basics. Listen to Heart Smart Living with Heart Oldenburg every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. On the show, Heart will debunk current dieting myths and show you the key to living a healthy and fulfilling life while enjoying the food you love. Be happy, be healthy. Listen to Heart Smart Living with Heart Oldenburg every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on voiceamerica.com, the world leader in Internet talk radio. Join sales executive Scotty and Teresa for Sales Talk every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern. It's the fun venue to facilitate business growth and increase revenue through sales execution. Tune in to hear interviews with nationally known sales experts and authors. We will explore the critical challenges that salespeople and sales leaders face in today's turbulent economy. Listen and have your pressing sales issues answered. We walk the walk and talk the talk. You'll laugh a little and learn a lot. Join us Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific here on Voice America. New technology products emerge every day into the marketplace. Find out the benefits, challenges, and opportunities they present by listening to the Invention and Innovation Hour every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America. Hosted by Tom O'Neill and Carol Ann Dykes, the Invention and Innovation Hour will welcome expert guests in exciting fields and will focus on the ever-evolving world of technology. Get the latest tech news right here by listening to the Invention and Innovation Hour with Tom O'Neill and Carol Ann Dykes every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. (laughs) 
Hi, it's Sky and Denny. Come be a fly on the wall every Thursday at 1 p.m. And you're a guest at Sky and Denny's Cocktail Hour. Hop in to meet the inner circle of business experts, self-help advisors, celebrities, and other fascinating guests as they share their secrets for personal, business, and financial success. Our inside tips will help you be more successful in starting or running a business. So please join us for the Cocktail Hour every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Every year, over one million marriages end in divorce. Divorce Talk is the only radio program focusing on the subject of divorce. Hosted by Carl Palatnik, president of DivorceInteractive.com, Divorce Talk features guests from a variety of divorce-related fields who will discuss and field questions on a multitude of subjects. Tune in every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for this informative and thought-provoking program right here on VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. Welcome back to Crustbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crustbusting. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining uh, me today. Uh, it, you know, that was an incredible interview. I'm going to open up the lines right now. one 888 for comments or questions, one eight 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 three three five five two zero four. In speaking with Tom, uh, you know, I, both on the air and in in reading the story of how he started this journey, uh, it so much reminded me of my own journey in creating the concept of crust busting. And one of the things that he says that you know I cannot say enough to our listeners is, don't give up, don't give up hope. Uh, and find ways to inspire yourself each and every day. Uh, and, so, and I know that sounds a little easy right now, but, um, you know, what I want to say is stop for a minute. Uh, we were actually talking about this yesterday at a business meeting. Sometimes we just have to stop and breathe and look out at, on the day and just say, wow, I am grateful for everything in my life. And just, you know, just take a moment and think about two to three things in your life that you're grateful for and what a difference that makes. And you get the sense from listening to Tom that he is extremely grateful, grateful for, you know, having Mr. Sargent in there in the, in the company and giving credit. You know what I loved about that interview? And we've talked about business quite a bit uh, on the show at different points in time. What an amazing thing for Tom Stenberg, founder and chair of Staples, to step back and give credit to his team, to the current CEO, to the people, the marketing organization that created the ideas uh, for, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, invention quest. This is really inspirational to so many people. And it talks to his integrity and his value system, and, and that has really come from the top down into the organization. The other thing that, you know, I read about Tom is how, you know, when he started Staples, how he decided, you know, on the people that he would put around him in the organization and what that process was like. 
and he he really brought people in that he worked with at different uh, other places in the supermarket industry who had also started from, you know, shelving produce and other things. And, you know, for me, I know exactly what that's like, having be, belonged to the Amalgamated Meat Cutters uh, Union behind a counter cleaning fish. So all of that contributes to this idea of persistence and perseverance and being willing to just move forward, take your idea, and ask for help. One of the things that I, I, I read in some of this material is that, and we didn't talk about in the interview, and I want to mention now because it's essential, you have an idea, what do you do with it? Well, take that idea and put it down on paper. Take the idea, and whether or not you, you, you say to yourself, I don't know how to put a business plan together, I don't know what that means, Start by putting it down and saying to yourself, I have an idea, and as I launch this idea, help me understand, ask for clarity, help me understand how I can take this idea and turn it into prosperity for everyone. And what will come from that is how you can manifest in your life from this idea a uh, a $13 billion industry, one day at a time. And that's what I think Tom is saying. This has been an idea that he has taken to the table, has has collected support from many people, uh, venture capitalists uh, early on, people that believed his idea, um, that you know he caught their attention uh, with you know putting together a business plan. And one of the things I love in his story is that one of the first people um, that he actually approached to support his idea of, you know, this chain of warehouse stores selling nothing but office supplies. Now, this was his vision. He imagined a chain of warehouse stores selling nothing but office supplies at a huge discount. And what he did was he went to one of his competitors in the supermarket industry and asked for his support and financial backing and actually got it. And so this is an incredible story. If you have uh, comments or questions, please call in at 1-888-335-5204 and speak with me directly. And let's talk about your idea and what what we can do to help you launch that. Uh, This morning I received an email from someone. I get emails from people all over the country. And I want to comment on that. I want to thank each and every one of you that listens to uh, this show and the show that I do um, out of Seattle, which also comes across the Internet. And thank you so much for the emails that you send me, uh, the comments that you make about the show. Uh, I, you know, I, I, you all inspire me in a way that I, I cannot even articulate. And so I want to thank you all for doing that. Uh, Tom has also, Tom Stenberg, we're talking about, founder and chair of Staples, uh, you know, was willing to take his idea and think big. And what I asked him in the interview is, are you finished with the idea? And he said no. And that's because one of the crust-busting rules of engagement is to think big. Now stop and think bigger. And so that's what I would invite each and every one of our listeners to do right now, to think big, take your idea, think big. 
like the email I received this morning from a fabulous woman who listened to a show yesterday and who was so inspired by it the, about the, the notion of surrendering. You know, when you try to solve things in the world, sometimes the thing, it just gets so overwhelming that there's nothing else to do but to surrender and just ask for clarity. And that was her story. And out of that, she got the idea to write a book. And the idea that she got was to write a book about adoption from the parent's perspective, what it's like for a parent to have to give up a child. So, you know, call in, talk with us, one 335 5204 Do you have an idea that's on the table? Is this something that has been with you uh, for a long time? Uh, is this something that you want to share with our audience so that we can support you in your journey? Because that's what we do on this show. We meet you exactly where you are without judgment in your idea, and we take that idea and support it. So that's what I want to say. Uh, again, the number is one eight 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 three three five five two zero four. 1-888-335-5204. I I had to learn how to create a business plan, and it was quite exciting for me. I thought, wow, I'm never going to get through this. And all of a sudden, I came across a business planning program for the computer. And what it does is it prompts you with questions. It asks you things like, what is your idea? And so you start out you know, just conceptualizing it, and before you know it, you have 12 months plus of what that idea would look like. So I invite you to do that. Uh, more importantly, put your idea down in writing, even if you write it down on bullet points. I was talking with someone this morning and said, you know, I don't like to write. I, you know, people say write a journal. And what I said to them is, you know what, my best ideas have been scribbled on a napkin. And actually, in, in, in handwriting, that was not legible at all. So uh, this is about taking action and picking up the phone and doing something that absolutely is yours to do. And so uh, I invite you to do that. When we come back from our break, we'll talk more about this. And uh, I think we have a caller on the line, so we'll take our caller. You're listening to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you just seen a good movie? Have you just seen a bad movie? Whatever the case may be, join Elmer and Jessica on the Out and About Hour, sponsored by Grand Cinemas, every Saturday at 3 Pacific Time on VoiceAmerica.com, the leader in Internet talk radio. Every year, over one million marriages end in divorce. Divorce Talk is the only radio program focusing on the subject of divorce. Hosted by Carl Palatnik, president of DivorceInteractive.com, Divorce Talk features guests from a variety of divorce-related fields who will discuss and field questions on a multitude of subjects. Tune in every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for this informative and thought-provoking program right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living. 
Join me on my new day and time on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific for the program that brings you practical, inspiring, and positive principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Each week, we'll give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call into Positive Living on our new day and time, Mondays, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com. Are you searching for a sense of purpose in this crazy world? If so, then tune in to Meet the Challenge with James Long and Melissa Phelan every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. On the show, James and Melissa will discuss life planning and meeting the challenges we experience in each stage of our lives. They will also provide you real solutions from professional advisors and resources to address the issues that keep you up at night. Life is a series of transitions from one stage to another. Make those transitions smooth ones by tuning in to Meet the Challenge. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on Voice America. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust busting. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today. And we have just been uh, listening to an interview with Tom Stenberg, uh, chair and founder of Staples Incorporated. And uh, we have learned some amazing things about Staples and about Tom's journey. And right now we have a caller. We have uh, Linda from New Jersey. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Um, I just had a comment. I didn't have a question or anything, but I had uh, really two comments. And one is, in listening to Tom, um, he projected himself as not being above all the rest of us. Um, I worked in a large corporation, and it was just inspiring to hear him talk about the ideas or the inventions that he called them that he opened up to the public and the people like, like us who, who who work in an organization and we have all the information and we have we know what's going on in the corporation and the, the executives are so far above what is actually going on. And I really, really honor him for opening it up to people who actually use the products and have ideas. And he so honored them with the, the gifts that he's giving for the, the winners. And they are all over the country, which really, really, it just, it warmed my heart to see that an executive was not, you know, doing this and, and he's open to having that kind of dialogue with his, with his people. And then the other comment that I think that I'd like to make is that when he he talked about the new president of his company, he talked about bringing that that company, the, the person in, but the person is actually working in the warehouse. He's also working with customers to see what it's really like. So I honor him for having the courage to actually do that and actually go into the warehouse and work with the people that are doing the work and see what it's really like to improve the business and make the business a better place for most people or for everybody to work. And, again, the idea is I think it's a great thing, and I, he talked about possibly not continuing doing that, but I think it's something that he really should think about because it's, it's something that so honors the people that work for you, the people that are out there in the world who are using the products that he has, and also that the things that he does for his employees, where he honors them in 
being very, very, very customer-focused. And those were the two comments that I thought was was Mm. really great. And I encourage more executives to get out of their offices and come down to the level of where they were at one time of their life and be with the people and understand what's really going on in their business. Isn't that interesting? Not only is he saying, you know, come down to where you started from, but even if you haven't started there, well, get your get you know get your hands in the game, uh, you know. And there are some executives that have always been executives. And what he's saying is, you know, you may have always been an executive, but uh, how about going out and seeing what it's like from the company's pers- company's perspective? Isn't that what oh, you're I- saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because the executives and, and, and the employees, for the employees, it also shows that the person's a real person and not just sitting there making decisions without other people's input or really knowing what's going on in the business. There are so many corporations that, you know, the executives sit in their high offices, and yes, I understand that they've got a position too, you know, to, in running the business, but you also need to know what's going on around you within your environment with the employees and with the world outside and your customers, and, and actually listen to what your customers are saying. So many times I think the executives don't hear, they think they know what the customer wants when they really haven't heard what the customer is really looking for or what the customer wants. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really honor him for, for doing that because I think that's what's made his business so successful. Well, don't you think? I mean, I mentioned on in the interview that I had started in the mailroom, and I really did start in the mailroom pushing a mail card at $61 a day. And, um, you know, some days it, w- you, it was hard to remember that you were even part of a company um, because, you know, you, you know, you really didn't see, uh, this, you didn't see the CEO for sure. Uh, and, you know, you hardly ever saw your, your boss. So, are, you know, Linda, are you saying also that even if you're not an executive or CEO, it's important to get out into the field? I mean, there's this whole middle layer of management. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the middle management thinks that they're above what actually is going on in the organization. And they need to really get out there and see what's going on and be part of it, not isolated in their offices and and avoiding their people. And I think communicating with people is the biggest thing in making an organization successful. I work for a company who tried to implement an ideas program. It was a great idea. The president of the company actually came. People submitted their ideas, great ideas for the organization and how they could improve and cost-effective ideas in, in, in cutting down on the expenses of the organization. And the people that were in between the president of the company and the person that was actually implementing the program felt that the idea was not a good idea or that the program was not a good idea because you don't want other people involved and it's too much of the blah, blah, blah that goes on in an organization. And actually, the president of the company thought it was an excellent idea because he got to meet the people. He got to hear the ideas. The people actually presented their ideas. And then they were awarded things when those ideas were implemented. And it it drew a community within the organization that people felt like that they were heard, that they were needed, that they were wanted, and that they really were respected for their ideas and and changes that they made to the company, and they were all effective changes. Mm. And then that program was stopped, which I think because of middle management, and I think that that was a mistake on the company's part. And not every idea is a perfect idea, but I think ideas can be enhanced or thought about a little bit more and, and implemented. And what was the name of that program? 
it was called the Ideas Program, and it was it was great. And what was you know when you listen to this interview, and I, I'm assuming you you know you've listened to the entire interview because it sounds like you know you you have uh, some uh, uh, really looked into some of the things Tom has said about Staples. Uh, can you think about uh, a time in your life when you were faced with challenges in the workplace, like Tom, and had to make decisions? I mean, he you know down and out, and what was it? Langhorn, Pennsylvania, right? Unemployed, on an interview, looking for a place to go, and all of a sudden he sees these boxes of office supplies in this warehouse, getting ready for an interview, and gets an idea. And then he didn't let his fear get in the way. He kind of stepped up and did that. Have you had that experience as well? Oh, um, I've had experiences like that, yes. And I think I think the important part of it is you get the idea and you don't let go of it because it keeps coming back to get you. Um, mm. There's always something that keeps prompting you with that idea or a little nudge here or a little nudge there. And I think if you pursue those ideas, um, eventually, if, if right away people don't listen to you, eventually they will listen. Mm-hmm. And it may be not your idea completely, but there could be enhancements to it or changes to it to make it more effective for the business. Um, and, yeah, I've had ideas that I have um, presented and they've been ignored. So you don't feel like you're heard. Mm-hmm. And then at some point the idea comes back again and it is implemented. So you've had there there have been positive things and there have been negative things, but I think it's the openness of the organization to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and it sounds like Linda, you don't give up either. Thank no. you so yeah. You don't give up. You sound like you're you're right in there and you've uh really had some experience with this and, you know, have really been in this position firsthand. I get I get the sense that you've both been in the middle of the company and other places as well. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I think about Tom's interview is that um, when he talked about it, he had a lot of passion around what he's doing. Mm. Um, and he's open to hearing what other people have to say and suggestions. And he hasn't stopped being the, the CEO and um, starting the business and now being the CEO of the, the business, that he has not stopped listening to what people want and what people need. And I think that is so important because I think what happens is as you go up the ladder in an organization, you forget where you came from and you forget the things that, you know, got you where you are today and you don't open up those ideas so that you sort of get stagnant. Wow. So, you know, the message is... uh for folks, then, just to keep going and make sure you freshen up your ideas. It's kind of like That's getting right. an air freshener in there. It's kind of clearing right. the air out and keeping keeping those ideas moving right along. It's perseverance. There you go. And, and patience. And Uh-oh. patience perseverance to keep your and eyes. Patience. That's right. That's right. And I and I heard you talk about you know people on your other show KKNW mm-hmm. of calling in and wanting to write a book and the fear of not being able to do that. And I think what, you know, for those people is you need to just persevere and do it. Thank you so much, Linda. Thank Thank you, you. listening audience. You've been listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Papasilli, 8 a.m. on Thursdays on Voice America, Pacific Standard Time. Next week, join us for Greg Braden, an amazing story. We'll be talking about the God Code. Until next week, remember to live and breathe your life full out the crust busting way. And again, thank you, Linda. Have a great week. Have a great life, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Basile. 
Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com. Enjoying the show? Call 1-877-311-9474 or email sponsorship at voiceamerica.com for information on how you can become a sponsor of one of our unique and inventive programs. You protect your home by locking the doors. You put your money in a safe to make sure it isn't stolen. But how do you protect your identity? The fastest growing crime in our country is identity theft. Learn how to protect yourself by listening to Bill Rogers on his show, From Face to Fingerprint, heard every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Bill and his guests will discuss safety and privacy issues, as well as biometric identification. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Listen to From Face to Fingerprint with Bill Rogers every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on voiceamerica.com. Tell yourself the truth, gain a clearer voice, and give yourself the power you want. Listen to Intuitive Life Coaching with Jane Ellen Sexton every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Jane Ellen Sexton will provide you with guidelines and advice to help create a better you. Gain better self-awareness, learn the power of self-validation, and create the self-esteem you want and deserve. You owe it to yourself. Listen to Intuitive Life Coaching with Jane Ellen Sexton every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the world leader in Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Stop suffering from the illness and aches and pains that conventional medicine can't fix. 